All right, I'm back. Roll that fucking intro. Hey, what's going on? This is Tom Arnold, and you're listening to the Juan and Jose podcast. Is Juan Jose? Is that it? Juan and Joe. Oh, Juan and Joe. Oh, yeah. yeah. Close enough. Uh, Juan and... <laughs> hey, what's going on? This is Tom Arnold. You're listening to two Mexican guys, and uh, it was really fun. I like cocaine. Oh. All right. It is. Oh. Beer 30? Actually, no. It's uh, mm. seltzer water. Grapefruit flavored. Yeah. I like this shit. I, um, it's so bizarre because I used to, uh, I used to hate this stuff with a passion. Hate it. By the way, this is hella average. Is it hella average? Yeah, hella average. <laughs> with uh, me, with Jose. And uh want to thank you again for taking the time to listen, stopping by, and hearing my bullshit and uh, my rants. And unfortunately, I do not have a, a call from B-Rad yet, so this isn't going to be a letter from B-Rad or a call from B-Rad. I know. I'm sorry to already disappoint you, but I figured I'd throw that out now, so in that way... You know, there probably isn't going to be that much good shit on here. I hope, though, you stick around. And I hope that you also subscribe. Because it does help me, you know. Um, helps me in, what do you call, I, I guess, the rankings if you have <laughs> ratings, maybe. But it does help me in the Apple Podcast and all the other podcast channels. So if you could do me a solid, hit that subscribe. You know that you've already have like 10 or 12 or 15 podcasts that you subscribe to. I know I do. So hopefully you hit that and download it because that also does help me out, by the way. Now, remember, mine are only about roughly an hour long now. I try not to go too much over that. Sometimes they're a little bit shorter. Yeah. But I can't talk a lot, as you've noticed. And those of you who know me well probably are not in their head right fucking now. So, yes, please subscribe. Don't forget to check out my YouTube channel. I haven't posted anything on there for a while. I'm trying to get on top of that. I know. I know. I think this is the last time I said that and the time before that. But I seriously, I am. I just, as I mentioned, I have. A lot less time than I did a few weeks ago. And not that it's a bad thing. It is a good thing. But the videos and animations, of course, take the longest. More so than taking photos, post-processing those photos, and also the podcast. Listen, that's it is the easiest part. So I am trying to get on there. I do have some animations in the works. Ugh. They do take a while. I would say that they take longer than videos. I do have a couple of vlogs that I need to put out. So I know I haven't put anything on there. I need to get on top of that. And I will. I will. But if you do me a solid, I swear I'll start posting more. Because, hey, if people want it more, then I'll start posting more. And I'll just start working. What do they say? Burning two candles at both. What? No. Burning a candle at two ends? I don't know. Some American shit that you guys come up with. And also, check out my Instagram, Jose Meza underscore creator and Focella, which is F-A-U-X underscore Chella, like Focella. Yeah. So anyways, yes, I... Just started drinking the seltzer water. I don't know how long ago. It hasn't been very long ago, but just over six months, anywhere between six months and a year. And oh, that one's a good that one's good. I like to drink the signature select from Safeway. Here's why. It's four bucks for 12 cans. I had no idea seltzer water usually would sell for eight cans about the same price listen i'm not spending any more money than i need to and if this shit tastes just as good as the lacroix lacroix whatever that by the way i think he's a pedophile or something like that 
uh, the bubbly, which is fantastic. It really is. And then Waterloo, which is actually probably my favorite of the name brands. However, I am a cheapskate at times. I like to have my money last. Therefore, the seltzer water at Safeway is fantastic. Although the one at Fry's, the Kroger brand, sucks. I just don't like it very much. But this shit, I don't know what it is. I'm telling you, I used to hate this stuff with a passion. And I think it was just because I'm not, never really been a huge soda drinker. Um, I do like sweets a little bit more than I ever used to that after I started working out. But I've never been like, I need sugar every day and a lot of it. Maybe I'll have a bite of bite of uh, Snickers or something like that. And so maybe that's why this, I would open this stuff up and I'd be dying of thirst and it would smell so good that it would, I guess I had an expectation in my brain where I go, holy shit, this is fantastic. It's going to taste great. And the smell and the taste, they just didn't match up. They just didn't. Now, they don't still, but I don't know what triggered it that now I'm almost addicted to this shit. I had to slow down because I was going through, I don't know, four or five a day. And it's not, I mean, it's cheap, but now I'm not going to be, you know, shelling out 15 bucks a week on seltzer water. At least not yet, but it's so delicious. And I don't know why I went without it for so long. I really do enjoy it. And I know one time it started. And it actually, believe it or not, it actually started with the plain seltzer water. I don't know if I've had one since. I have. I have, sorry. But I didn't buy it. But it had started one time when um, I was out. I was, we're all hanging out. And we're at one of my buddy's place he and his wife's uh place and we were all hanging out we were drinking and he usually doesn't he, okay not usually he never has regular water like bottled water he doesn't drink bottled water you think i'm snobby so i was dying of thirst and i know when i drink i need to drink water because i'm an old fuck and i can't handle I can't I can't be hungover. I can't be borrowing happiness happiness from the next day. It sucks. I mean, I was dying of thirst. And he opened the fridge and he goes, This is all I have. And there was this blue can in there. It said seltzer water. For some reason it just looked good. And it's happened to me before, but this time it was different. This time it was different. So he hands it to me, I crack it open, and I take a swig, and I just keep downing it. I'm about half a can through when I go, holy shit, this is absolutely fantastic. I couldn't believe how good it was, it was <laughs> how good it was. And so then, of course, I just killed the rest of the can. Ever since then, I love seltzer water. I like the flavored kind more. My go-to is lime, but ever since then, I've been addicted to it, and I don't know. I, I'm i glad I am because it's so good. It almost feels like I'm not drinking water, though, so I drink about a gallon a day or more, and I drink them in the water bottles, and I put up like seven or eight on my counter, and I got to go through those, and every once in a while, though, I'll eat, have some lunch, and uh, I'll crack open a seltzer water. It almost feels like I'm, it's not water though. Like I almost feel like I'm cheating. So even though I say I've drinking five bottle waters and I still have three of them up there left. When I finish one of these seltzer waters, I feel like, no, I still need to finish those three because I haven't drink enough water. However, this is what this is, is water. And it just feels like, I don't know, I, even though it's a little bit of smaller, it's a 12-ounce can, it just feels like I'm, uh, I'm cheating. But as they say, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. 
I, I but I I love it. So sorry, I just I had a crack one open. I didn't get a beer because. Well, I've had too many of those already this week. Not for St. Paddy's Day, honestly. I did drink on St. Paddy's Day, but it wasn't because of St. Paddy's Day. So the the day before that, Tuesday, I don't think I drink Wednesday. I mean Wednesday, uh, Monday. Or did I? Sunday I did. I put a little bit more down than I should have because we had a birthday shindig lunch on a Sunday. I don't I don't know why Sunday, but yeah, it was fun, though. It was fun. But on a school night, come on, man. Again, I think I had said that. It's, I know I'm Mexican, but I'm not uh, the Sunday party or Mexican. Listen, I don't work Saturday and Sunday, okay? Well, I do, but not like, not like most of my people work for hours and Saturday and Sunday is their only day off, basically. However, still, I'm not that type of person. I like working out on Sundays, kicking back a little bit, and laying low. But it was a good time. It was fun. We had a blast. It was out the boys and 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 some girls, and it was it was a good time. So I had no complaints. And Saturday, whew, man, that was a blast too. And Friday, yeah. So Friday, I yeah, Friday went out. And now I can't even remember what I did Friday, but or what we did Friday. We did go out and we stayed late for we stayed out for late for a while. I do remember that. I got off early and well, I decided to quit out early since it was Friday, always working on my stuff and I figured, you know what? Because I've been really pushing on my stuff recently. So, I felt I needed a reward. I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that, right? Not like I got a problem drinking or do I? Mm. Anyway, so yeah, so went out Friday it was a good time. Oh yeah, because I was supposed to go out with a uh, another person, a friend, and then uh, she couldn't make it. And then so I ended up making plans with another one, and that one fell through. So then I just went out with the boys, and then the other one said, "Oh no, I can go out," but by that time I was already drinking at you know out with well out with the guys. But anyways. Stayed up a little while. Saturday. Yeah, we actually called it an early night, but it was still a good time because we went out drinking at 2 o'clock out at the Escasto Quarter and then went to the place called the Tamale Store. If you guys remember, I had mentioned that and just bought a grip of those motherfuckers. My, my buddy who lives by himself, Bought 14 of them. He had the drunk goggles on and was wondering the next day how why the fuck he bought so many. But you know what? They're great. They don't go bad anyway. He shares. It was fucking fantastic. So god damn, those things were good. And yeah, pounded a couple of tamales, drank, and then we were I was beat from the night before. And then, you know, had to go train and all that stuff. Anyways, yeah, Monday went through. It was great time. I can't remember Monday, I mean Sunday, I can't remember Monday what happened, but yeah, then Tuesday, I went out with a buddy, met up with him, made made him, you know, three bills off some work that I did for a client of his, which worked out quite well, um, yeah, uh, I've lost my train of thought for a second, sorry, I was thinking, yeah, so, went to a, a place over there, so I had some beers, I had some Lagunitas IPA, which I'm not a big IPA fan, but the Lagunitas were really good. And of course, I wasn't planning on drinking that much or staying out that late on a school night. And of course, I uh, failed on both of those attempts. Whatever. I still got up the next day, went to the gym. I still did my shit. And then I went out again, not for St. Patty's Day, but it happened to be St. Patty's Day. Went to the when we hang out with the other guys and had some beers and cigars. Oh, fantastic. It was just, it's been, it's been great. I don't know. Great week. Great last week. Great last couple months. I don't know. It's definitely great. So it's been good. Exciting. Parents and sister and nephews are coming down in about a month. I am very much looking forward to that and going to, Take my parents out and go take them out to the club so we can all party together and they could fucking cut the rug and 
Maybe we could go bust out some pinatas and then, you know, go get some late tacos. It's at two o'clock in the morning at this taco shop, you know, because my parents are all about that. Joe B and Jehovah Witness and all that's exactly what they're looking for. Well, that's what we'll do when my parents end up probably going to sleep right around eight o'clock where uh, we would just be getting started and I cannot wait for that. This is going to be a good time. I can't wait. The boys are coming. My nephews, exciting stuff. We'll probably do something at Mike's and just have a whole get together with everyone. I am so excited for this. This should be fun. So, yeah. And then tomorrow, because it is Thursday, I, I again, I, I've been trying to record this thing all week. Man, that's how busy I am. Not, not to mention, hey, I had to go meet up my buddy. I, I know, not to mention that I went out a couple times, but I got to go meet my buddy to pick up some coin. I know there's digital age now. Yeah, when I went over there, I picked, we got the, we get to the bar, I met him up so he can give me my money. Yes, he uh, he just sent it through uh, Apple Pay on my text. But hey, we, we still had to meet up, damn it. We haven't bullshitted for a while. It was good. And then tomorrow is Friday. So you know what that means. Out and about again. Actually, probably going to go out with my postponement from last Friday. Possibly. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what she's up to. So it's been good. It's been fun. It's, uh, uh I, I just, I don't know. It's, it's cool shit. Anyways, so... There's a couple things that um, I was wanting to talk about since I don't know what the hell Brad's problem is. No, and I still haven't written him back. Although I, oh yeah, I did write it down here. So yeah, I need to do that. Oh God, I just saw my list. I got taxes too. Oh, fucking bullshit. Um, so NFTs. Anybody ever seen NFTs? I, I, uh, or seen NFTs? Heard of NFTs? I am really, really intrigued by this. It's a money making deal, kind of like a cryptocurrency, but it's called non fungible, fungible, non fungible tokens. And here's the crazy thing. So, I, I was reading them up because I didn't know exactly what they were. And it's basically like it's a digital collectibles. And sorry, I got a oh, burp because of that. And it's kind of part of a broader blockchain technology. I don't know if you've heard about this. It's fucking mind blowing. So people are actually buying this stuff. And there's some I, I and I'm guessing, of course, it's it's auction houses, but digital auction houses. And there was one that, so there was this piece, NFT linked digital, digital art. Okay. I haven't clicked on the link because I, 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 well, let's see if it takes me somewhere else. Yeah. Okay. I just was curious. Okay. Before I look at that. Um, yeah. So it commanded a winning bid of $69 million. It's a digital collectible card. Okay. Okay. So remember, just listen to what I said. Digital. Okay. This is not this is not a hard copy of anything. This is a digital piece of art and it's a collectible card. And it's a soccer the soccer superstar Cristiano Ronaldo. Cristiano Cristiano Cristiano. I mean I'm Spanish, I can't pronounce that. Cristiano. Ronaldo, which sold, oh, sorry, that wasn't the one thing. That This one sold for $289,000. And then the former T-Mobile CEO, John Legere, I'm guessing this is how you pronounce it, just paid, which is such an odd number, $888,888.88 for a piece of NFT art released by DJ Steve Aoki. That is... Again, this is digital artwork, okay? That means 
there is no physical peace. You don't take anything home with you, anything like that. And people are making a people are making some money off of this. And I'm really, really interested by it because in a sense, I do create a lot of art. Now I don't know if it's necessarily considered NFT or it could be, but I think you have to go through a like a company to authenticate it. And I believe you have to pay for it. Now I read that in another part and I believe that's still exactly what it's supposed to be. I mean, there's some, there's, there's like a, a, a piece of digital artwork created by like Lindsay Lohan. And so I, I don't know what the deal is, but it's this new thing. And of course people are saying it's a fad. Now, listen, I've seen that shit where they'd be like, it's a fad, it's a fad. And I lose and I lose out on it. Like the ship sails and I'm lose out on it. I jumped on Bitcoin not as early as I wanted to, a couple years ago. And I just couldn't put that much in there because it was really expensive and I wasn't sure about it. So I didn't put that much in there. And it's gone up fucking I don't even know, like 400 percent Like I've made some money off of it. Not a ton, but if I would have put what I wanted to put in there, I would have been looking at a nice, nice chunk of fucking dough. No doubt. That's maybe was a fad and maybe it still is a fad, but it's still going up. I mean, it reached 60,000 at one point. That has been going on and it's been longer than we thought. I think it's been going on since around 2012 was the first time it was created. Listen, fad or not, it is up that high now, and it's getting steam. And Tesla and them are helping with that. Is NFT a fad? Maybe so. I don't know. But I want to jump on it because I'm about tired of missing the money train. I don't know about you guys, but I'm I'm all about that. So I'm curious. I'm not sure how to create it, but here's here's basically what they say what an nft is it's easiest to answer the question meta metaphorically so i don't know if this is going to work but here it is think of an nft as a certificate of authenticity but instead of a sheet of paper it's unique it's a unique string of characters and it's like it's like a like a code almost looking i mean it's it's just a crazy it's a crazy string of characters letters numbers and stuff like that and then it says that the string is connected to a blockchain and that same concept that powers cryptocurrencies like bitcoin so the main difference is that bitcoins are fungible okay so what fungible means is that they are actually basically the same like a dollar is a dollar right so they're they're duplicates they all look the same it's 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 replaceable in a sense NFTs are non-fungible, which means each one is unique. So, I mean, you can't even take like a you can't even take like a Shaq rookie card, right? Now, what would be maybe the Mona Lisa? Okay, maybe that would be one good example that it's one, it's unique, and that's it. And that's kind of what non-fungible means. Uh, blockchains work by using groups of computers to create a shared digital ledger that no one computer can change. Very interesting. And instead, they must agree by performing complex calculations, which I believe is why you have to pay to get this um, to get this authenticated. A system that yields a secure and unchangeable document. Blocking it. I wonder if there's some people are going to try to hack that stuff. That'd be interesting. So that makes blockchains perfect for creating systems in which unique digital identifiers can be easily and securely exchanged, hence the creation of NFTs. So I I've, I found it quite interesting. Elon Musk actually uh, did one. He said he's, he's selling this song about NFTs as an NFT. I, I, I don't know exactly how that works, but and I don't know if he's sold it, but on and he's got you know shit ton of followers, but he's got two hundred and thirty thousand likes on his tweet. So it's and if you have somebody like that getting behind it, 
I don't see it really being a fad. And if it is, jump on that shit now. I mean, I know I want to. So it says anybody can create an NFT, but that doesn't mean anyone will buy it. Well, of course, that's fucking like anything. A photo, anybody can take a photo and doesn't mean anybody's going to use it. Anybody's going to buy it. So I just clicked on the link. It says create your own NFT fast. So I'm not going to look into that just yet. Um, but I am going to research that a little bit more. And lo and behold, and, and here's why I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a fad. Because it isn't like only Generation Y or Z or whoever you want to call millennials and stuff like that doing it. It's not like it was started by Reddit or maybe it was. But my point is, is that even the NBA is uh, using NFTs and making money off of it. Like, th- there there are legitimate companies that are making NFTs and selling them and making good money. The NBA's Top Shot, for example, is one. It's, it's a digital platform with its own trading cards that uses NFTs to track ownerships. Now, here's part of the good thing about that is that, especially for musicians and artists, and this is from what I understand, is because it's so uh, unique <coughs> and um, unique into its own deal, it's like if, um, I guess you could say if an artist or somebody like that makes a song, creates a song, and decides to sell it to somebody, that that artist will then get a cut every time that thing is sold or traded, however you want to call it. So instead of just having selling it once and then that's the only cut he gets, he gets a cut every time because it's tracked. It's got that unique blockchain of characters and it always goes back to the person who created it and always gets a cut out of it, which I think is fucking great, especially for, for music and, and people like that. So the NDBA partnered with some some la- some company by the name of Dapper Labs in Canada to create this top shot and it's basically a sell it's 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 they're selling digital packs of cards that have been in high demand okay so buying a pack means you own the NFTs connected to those cards so it's just like trading cards that ownership is tracked on blockchain created by Dapper Labs and you can then showcase your cards online so like you have your friends come over back in the day. If you did collect cards, you'd say, this is what I got, this is what I got. And it's almost the same thing, but you're doing it online. It's so, so bizarre. I find this fascinating. And then, say so they've been wildly successful with packs sold out and cards going for tens of thousands of dollars. This is the NBA, people. So, Elon Musk, the NBA, then you have like DJs, you have actresses. I wouldn't say this is a fad. I would say this is something that's going to stick around. And maybe the fad is only that it's peaking in money and eventually the the novelty will wear off. I don't know. But I say jump on that shit. So it even says here, could you make your own NFTs connected to NBA players and highlights? Sure. Although it's unlikely anybody would pay for them. And, of course, you could end up sued by the NBA. Which, of course, that's going to happen. It's like printing posters of uh, Jordan and trying to sell them. You know, like like you're the one that did it, right? So, it's very interesting. And couldn't I just copy the image of that card? Well, of course you could. But much like a poster of the Mona Lisa... Nobody's going to pay much for a copy, right? So the question is, you know, of copies, does it get, but the question of copies does get to why some people are calling NFTs a fad, okay? And this is why I don't think it is, but here's what they're saying. The internet means a a scare, scarcity, I don't know, sometimes I'm just fucking retarded. Of pieces of media like images is almost non-existent. Ownership of the NFT doesn't confer much inherent value, the exception being when copyright use is included, which is rarely the case. So, 
The top shot is only one application NFT is a more unusual example. For instance, here's another NFT is the first tweet ever sent on Twitter, which is Jack Dorsey, the company's CEO, sent the tweet back in March of 06, which I had no idea. I can't believe it's been around since 06. It feels like it's only been around for 10 years, no? And recently put it up for auction. And now is bidding, which closed on Sunday. Right now, it's already hit at $2.5 million. I mean, that's what I'm talking about. So how is that a fad? And anyways, just like they said here, that people really, it doesn't matter. They go a lot by feel, right? So what do you do with something like that? Um, This guy by the name uh, uh, Bloomberg's Leonoid, I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. Put it, NFTs in most cases are a geeky implementation of bragging rights. Everybody loves bragging rights, as you know. Blow said that he looks at it more like an emotional attachment in the digital realm, which really makes a lot of sense. It really does. Uh, When you think about the ability to own anything at all, whether it's real art or sports car, there's a certain emotional value people get out of that ownership. And that isn't associated with the cost of producing that item, is what this Blau guy said. What NFTs do in the digital world is create emotional value surrounding ownership of a digital asset. So, I, I gotta, I, I really want to look more into this. I, I gotta see how they're created. I just opened um, a page up, and but I don't know how long it is or anything like that. But it says here, you can buy and sell NFTs, which has become something of a hobby for people looking to capitalize on the recent hype. People are also building ways to display NFT art in your home. Again, like a poster, right? And um, do the artists get a say here? They can. One of the biggest selling points of NFTs in the art and music world is that the opportunity to create a way to make sure artists aren't cut out of deals related to their own art. See, that's what I was saying, right? So here's one. There's also a way for artists to make an extra money. Singer Shawn Mendes, who maybe you guys know, I have no idea who that is, is using NFTs, which this is a great idea. It's Maybe, maybe he's just like in one of these little bands, not little bands, I'm, I'm just saying like bands that I don't listen to is using NFTs to sell digital versions of a guitar, necklace, vest, earrings to fans who then can use them to put on their digital avatars. So, in a sense, we've been doing a lot of NFTs for ages, for years. Xbox have been doing it forever, right? You buy you buy certain skins um, for your avatar, certain uh, hats, things like that. So, we've been kind of using that f- forever, um, and we've been paying for them, but, and, and, and people have been selling their stuff also when they make a gun or they create a gun or whatever and able to sell it. Like that's the type of shit that is, it's crazy. So I think it's definitely been around for a while. It's just finally getting noticed. And now people are really taking some advantage of this, which is awesome. So it says that, um, Mendez's manager, Andrew Gertler, the founder of the management company, AG Artist, said the sale of tokenized goods is proven helpful to the music industry overall during this turbulent time. Uh, So this opens up a whole new world, not just for the musicians that have suffered from revenue lost in the pandemic, which definitely because no touring, right? But also their collaborators. Um, I know concert tour visual artists and others who were out of work and turned to NFTs to make a living. It's really an incredible to see new income stream for so many creators. Man, I just think it's absolutely awesome, fascinating, and I'm going to jump on that shit. And, and I guess it's been going on for a while. There was this one. So there's this one, another one that sold. It was a, Le- a LeBron James slam dunk that sold over $200,000. <coughs> Sorry. Sorry. And then this decade-old Nyan cat gift that went for $600,000. I wish, do you guys see it? I'm I'm pointing it right at the mic, so you guys should be able to see it. But NFTs aren't exactly new, because they, I guess, see, this is one thing I was saying. CryptoKitties, a digital trading game on cryptocurrency platform, Eurytha, I'm just kidding, Ethereum. I always, I've seen it, but I never 
I'm sure I'm butchering the shit out of it, was one of the original NFTs allowing people to purchase and sell virtual cats that were both unique stored on the blockchain. So, yeah, they were selling uh, virtual pussy. I mean, imagine that. Yeah. So, I just, uh, I don't know. That sounds like a little bit of money-making deal to me. I think that sounds like a good fucking time. And, um, yeah, I think I'm going to take some, let's see, some butt cheek shots. I wonder if I could do some butt cheek shots and spreads, you know, sexy spreads, and then get them authenticated, and then I'll be able to sell them. Yeah, that'd be nice. Take some of those Tinder profile pictures down. <laughs> this should be interesting. But anyways, I thought it was fucking fascinating and um i don't know you guys should check it out i think i think it's good but i just kind of wanted to go over it because i was wondering if anybody else knows about that stuff and i i just found it curious um and oh man i'm starting to get so hungry oh you know <laughs> today i was wondering this is a, a segue. I know, I know it's so smooth. You didn't even notice, did you? So today, I don't know. I don't know about you guys. All right. So now that I'm getting older, hair just fucking grows in other places that I never had it before. Ears, all that shit. Like, gotta, I gotta take a razor blade to my ears because I'm getting hair like fucking growing out of them. That that's so bizarre. And then, of course, the nose hairs, you know, after you start eventually having to trim them. If 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 you're not a goddamn pig, I mean, come on, do some grooming. It's disgusting. And I groom. I have to. I mean, hey, if I'm not going to be some wretched animal. I mean, not physically. I am kind of on the inside. But the. Uh, you ever notice? So, OK. I take a trimmer and I trim the shit out of my nose hairs. I mean, I'm like going over. I do three or four passes as you're going up, you're going down, this and that. Like I'm trimming and I'm looking and outside of going all the way in and going into my brain, I've trimmed all the edges, the inside, you know, the cord that goes all the way uh, kind of inside your nostril up towards the top part, all that. I mean, I even get like little blood spots because I'm sure the whole hair gets pulled. I mean, I, I was short of waxing and, and it looks beautiful in there. I got, I, I got to say it's pristine. And, uh, and then all of a sudden, even later on that day or the next day, I'm kind of like, got a tickle on my nose and I look and I got some fucking hair sticking out of my nose. I'm like, what? So then I, you know, like, like a, um, like, like a, uh, uh, what would I say? Like, like a normal human being and, and somebody that, uh, you know, isn't a pig. I pull it out with my, with my fingers because why am I going to take out the goddamn trimmer again? And I swear to God, it comes out from the exact spot I went over five times, which is usually up that little top area in the nostril. And I like, well, it can't be that long. Maybe I just kind of nicked it and cut part of it and this and that. And I pull it and the thing's longer than a hair on my beard. Sometimes then on my on my head. How was that possible? I went over that numerous times. And then maybe two days later, it happened to me today. Last week, I think I trimmed. That happened to me today. I'm like, what is going on? I'm having some tickle in my nose. I go, I kind of kind of reach, I pull, and I'm like, whoa, that's coming from my nose. I thought maybe from my, you know, from my uh, uh, beard. But I was like, well, that's kind of weird. So I go to the bathroom, I look. Sure enough, I pull it. That thing is longer than my, my than one of my hairs on my face. Like, how, how did that happen? I am convinced hairs grow overnight it's got it's gotta happen there's you have you ever had a, a, a hair 
whether it be on your arms, especially the ones on the mole. You ever see those things? That's, that mole's like fertilizer. That shit just grows out of control. It, you, you can have no hair one, that morning. You wake up, take a shower, do whatever you got to do, brush your teeth, and you look at a mole that you have somewhere on your body, and no hair, no hair. And then before you know it, the next morning, or maybe even that night, you take off your shirt or something, whatever you're doing, or the next the next day you get out of the shower, and this this fucking thing is poking out, and it's just like curling and shit. I mean it it's so long, it's actually curling, and you like look, you pull it a little bit, and that thing is two inches long. I and you check that yesterday. There is there's gotta be something going on there. I, I mean, the even on your arm. You ever had the one just on your arm or, again, mine, my nose, um, sometimes the ear, sometimes the ear. But sometimes you get like, all of a sudden you have this long-ass hair on your arm just out of nowhere. I think there's something amiss there, and that's what it is. And I, so yeah, I looked that shit up because I, there's, I'm curious. There's, it's got to be. It's got to be real. There is no way that ugh, there is no way that um, these things are not like growing overnight. I, 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 you you have to admit, if you guys haven't had that, if you guys haven't had that problem, then you I don't know. I I find it bizarre if you haven't. Everybody I I can imagine has that problem, and I, there is something here that. Like it says something that there's a mutated follicle, I guess. And I don't know exactly how to explain it, but it says, okay. They say it goes something like this. Um, and there's something called ELI or EL15, ELI5 red page. If I search from the front page, I can actually search. Anyway, here's a good answer of of the how. I'm still... So it says I'm. This guy says I'm still convinced that, that I just don't notice them until they are two inches long. Which exactly? How the how the hell do you not notice a hair that's two inches long the entire time? And they say that the L E L I or E L. I'll just say E L I five answer. They are caused by a mutation in your genes. So the answer. Every cell in your body has a set of instructions that tells your cells how to behave, including how long your hair should grow before replacing it with a new hair. These instructions are stored in something called DNA, which I hope everybody knows what DNA is. Deoxy, wait, that's RNA. Ribonucleic acid. Deoxynucleic acid. Anyways, your DNA consists of over 3 billion small units called nucleotides of course who who wouldn't know that similar to how computers use binary to tell a computer how to run dna uses four different nucleotides atcg and depending on the order of these three billion nucleotides i'm about tired of saying that word already it's like three times and every time i look at it i'm like fuck am i gonna pronounce this right different instructions are given Every time a new cell is made in your body, the DNA gets duplicated, but it's more like it is more like typing it manually than just making a photocopy. So, no matter how good of a typer you are, which I certainly am not, uh, you can still mix up a letter or two once in a while. Now, now that makes sense, right? We we chew all the fucking time. We've chew thousands millions tens of millions hundreds of millions of times we eat with a spoon or a fork at least as normal people do and not you know animals um but still every once in a while you will bite yourself yeah i know is it that that sh that shit just pisses you off because then you just keep biting it but does it oh that's sh that's just another thing that i i could go off of God, that sucks biting yourself. And then you're like tasting blood while you're eating your chicken or your fucking hamburger. It sucks. And then the, and then it's like sore for days, man. Um, and what was the other example I'd give? <laughs> oh, man. That completely lost me, that biting bullshit. Oh, yeah, the, the, the 
fork or or the spoon where you know sometimes you hit your tooth or something if you've done it so many times eventually eventually you're gonna fuck up so you know so every once in a while i could see that every once in a while you will mess something up so but just missing one letter and mixing up two letters it could completely change the function of the cell or change key characteristics of that cell like the max length your hairs are supposed to grow this is the same reason moles uh-huh and freckles start appearing on your skin, which is interesting. And why long hairs are more likely to occur on freckles and moles. Okay, so it is fertilizer. The more defective your cell's DNA copy gets, the more regulators, irregularities it will have. And will then pass that copy of bad DNA onto other cells. And then when it duplicates, eventually the DNA realizes it's it is defective and stops making copies. If it doesn't, a tumor is formed. Okay, I didn't see that coming. That's not cool. But very strange. Oh, so ATCG is correct. I accidentally had a had it ADCG. My bad. I just go to prove my transcription error argument. Oh, anyways, that doesn't matter. So isn't that crazy? Tumor. That's kind of fucking freaky. But I'm telling you, man, hair grows overnight. It has to. That shit is, yeah, random mutations allow some chosen hair follicles to stay longer in the so-called anagen phase in which the hair is actively grown. You thought, you guys thought you would never learn shit on this podcast, huh? Look at that. I'm going above average today. Yeah, I'm pulling out all the fucking stops, man. So... It is pretty crazy. That's it says some of us who suddenly find these abnormally long hairs on our bodies have this feeling that these hairs grow overnight. It's not an, a feeling. It is what happens. I'm convinced. Bullshit. It's I'm convinced. I'm I have the, I've seen it on my like the mole that I have on my neck. I've seen it. I check it the next day. I check it and then the next day it's there and it's 2 inches long garbage i'm telling you i couldn't miss it um yeah and however this just may be a perception bullshit it's not perception these hairs are very thin and close to the color of our skin and they're hardly noticeable no i can notice my black hairs coming out of my nose that's not i'm mexican my skin's not that dark that's why i can sometimes take as long to find these hairs i got bullshit i think the answer is they grow overnight and nobody can explain it. And I think it's bullshit because if you don't take a quick little uh, grooming uh, session, especially if you're heading out to go meet somebody, you know, it might be just staring at one thing. You ever see somebody, you ever, you ever hang out with somebody and they have like one nose hair sticking out? I have. It was a few years ago. It was a girl, which made it even worse. And we went out to lunch. I just couldn't have the heart to tell her. I should have. But how do you say something like that? Yeah, it looked like a little tarantula coming out from the goddamn nose. Like like he was trying to grab at something or get away. It was, uh, it was a little disturbing. And uh, I can't imagine. You ever have that? I mean, not a nose hair, but just a booger. And you fucking hang out <laughs> all day at work or something or you go meet up somebody and then you jump in the you know your car and you kind of like look in the rear of your mirror and all of a sudden you see you have this this goddamn bat in the cave just hanging out the entire time and you're like yeah maybe they didn't see it and yeah you could see that thing in the fucking dark you know like it's not it's 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 it sucks and then especially if you just like got done talking to so, you know, for a chick or, or if you're a dude or somebody that you like or at least like kind of flirting and then you go in and you got this goddamn fucking booger just dangling from, you know, Tarzaning off one of your nose hairs inside. Like, not good, man. And you're just like, son of a bitch. If only I had known. Which is why I always blow my nose in the mirror and check. I never, I see people blow their nose wherever, you know, um, wherever it is and they just they wipe and then they never they never even look to see if they have anything you know left behind man i do because it will happen and yeah the last thing you need is some 
booger just screaming, just taking all your attention away. Those things are attention whores. They love it. They love it. So, the hair is the same thing. You got some tarantulas growing out the fucking, trying to get out from your nose or, it's it's crazy. So, groom, people, groom. I mean, come on, man. We're not animals. I mean, they even have some type of stipulations, you know? Um... How long have I been going? Oh. I'm trying to check here. Sorry. Oh, 50 minutes. I guess that's probably pretty good. I went longer last time because I was I was uh, venting. But I got to say, I had a couple things written down here. I Actually, I hadn't written down last time. So that's two times I was somewhat organized. This time, though, on the NFT thing, I actually... I know that I read a lot of it on there, but... There's a lot of stuff that I had read before I did the podcast. Yeah. Get the big brains on Jose. I actually did a little research and read a little bit before I jumped on this time. Mm-hmm. Things are going to change, man. Things are going to change. Yeah. So, anyways, I guess I got to go eat because it's getting late. And... I got to go do some more work. I got some photos I got to work on. And I got to get those videos out for you people. So that way you could subscribe to my YouTube channel. Yes. All right. Well, I appreciate again you guys stopping by and taking the time to hear me bullshit. Hopefully we get B-Rad soon. Even if it's on the phone for 15 minutes. Which is always so much fun. Something... A letter, I probably have to write him. He probably won't write me back. And if he does, it won't be for another two months because he'll wonder what the hell's going on. Hopefully, though, a letter comes and or he calls and we are we have something good. Um, other than that, um, thanks uh, for uh, checking all my stuff out and taking a listen to, uh, for stopping by. And I will talk at you guys later. And... Do some grooming, all right? Whatever you have to do, clean those those hairs, pluck them out, trim them. Just clean up, will you? Fucking pigs. Peace. That's a fucking wrap.